Welcome, friends and family, to the Local Acts Only podcast. I'm here with DJ Nicodemus, Nick Smith. Yes, sir. What's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Dude. We just did that set. That shit was, was gnarly. Cool. Yeah, that was good. That was a good time. I don't get to do stuff like that often, so that was yeah. definitely sick. We talked about that a little bit, not being able to do that. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a weird time right now, especially with yeah. like COVID going on and stuff like that, so... Yeah, I don't really get to DJ much other than in my uh, my nice little studio in my house. Yeah, and in conjunction with that, like, not always being able to play exactly what you want, remember? Yeah, no, stuff like that, too. Like, you're just trying to, like, cater to other people if I'm, mm-hmm. like, DJing gigs or stuff like that, whether it's, like, a someone else's party or out at a bar or something like that. You kind of just got to play stuff that people want to hear you know they want to hear other than like the stuff that i actually want to play it's like two different worlds so yeah one of the first things i wanted to talk about was like getting into different genres mm. like edm or like country or metal like one of yeah. the genres that aren't really as appreciated by everyone yeah well so do you mean like like djing it or maybe like like making that kind of music or listening to it mostly even listening to it like i try to like keep my options available to everything Uh, i like to not stay listening to edm you know sometimes i'll listen to that if i'm working out or you know if i'm just trying to find new songs for my sets but then i'll listen to rap stuff i'll listen to country you know that just will it'll brain your horizon or I don't know if that's the right term, um, but yeah, it'll just it gives you more to like be inspired by instead of just listening to like one genre and being like, oh, okay, this is what I like, and you know, you might listen to something and be like, oh, I didn't know I was gonna like that, and be like, this bangs. So mm. yeah, it's it's kind of hard. Yeah, I could really like hear it in your music the way that like it's very prevalent that you listen to a lot of different genres. Yeah. you know, like I could hear the influence. Like it's it's not like. I can't compare you to anything really because it's not like you listen to these three genres and like kind of make something similar that's your own to those. Yes. Like, I can tell with you that it's like all over the place in the best possible way. Yeah, that that's pretty much like how it is and how I want it to be because I'd see like artists like growing up being like complaining about, oh, I just... Uh, I'm stuck doing this genre because all my fans like this. So when I first started putting out music, I was like, okay, I'm going to do like this genre. Then I'll switch it up and go this way. Sometimes I'll do like two or three like songs that are the same, but then yeah, I'll, I'll come out and I'll like put out out a house tune and people will be like, Oh, like I didn't know, like you make house, but it's like, I make so much music that is like 75% of it is not released just cause I'm not like comfortable with it yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it all, it all just comes down into like into my production. And yeah, some people will say like, Oh, I could see like, that's your style and stuff, which is cool. Cause over time, like that's what you want and you want people to realize that. But yeah. So, um, yeah, I just try to listen to a bunch of different styles and music. So it all, you know, comes in, gives me some sort of inspiration or something like that. So yeah. So how did you like originally get into EDM? Was it like a concert you went to or something like that or Yeah, so actually funny story. I um me and my older brother, he 
got me ticket for my 16th birthday. I think yeah, it was my 16th birthday. It was Flux Pavilion, oh. Cookie Monster, um, Brown and Gammon. I don't know if he's still around, but he is was super underground and so sick. Yeah, my um, Fun case. Yeah, it was like the whole circus team. Yeah, so it was, was them. Like a while back. Yeah, too, like right? I didn't even know like what EDM was until my brother was like, "Hey, I got these tickets. Let's go see the show." And I'm like, "Cool." who is it? And he was like, Oh, you know that song? Like I can't stop. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, it's that guy. And he DJs and stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know what? I'll, I'll wing it. So I listened to like a bunch of his songs throughout that week, like gold dust, just like a bunch of his classic songs. And then went to his show and like, dude, I was blown away. Like it, it made me think like I was in the crowd, like, Whoa, this is crazy. I don't know how he's, switching from song to song like it was everything was so cool like the production the the stage everything everything just the whole entire night was amazing and then a week later i went and saw skrillex and like alvin risk and a bunch of people so then that was like the cherry on the ice cream like okay i want to learn how to like dj and stuff so that's that's how like the story of like me getting into that kind of music and being like, Oh, you know what? Like, this is sick. Like, what are they doing? I want to learn how to do that. And, but I didn't think like I would make like, or try to be doing that as a career. You know, I was just, it was a hobby and I was like, Oh, this is so fucking cool. So yeah, that's how it all started. Are there genres that you like lean into more when you listen to like EDM? Um, like subcategories. Um, not necessarily. Favorites? I, I feel like, like more like the, I love bass music. Like yeah. anything just like bass music is, is dope. Dubstep, trap, the hybrid trap, like mix between dubstep, trap. Yeah. Um, and I think that also comes from like, like my, I love hip hop and stuff. And like a lot of that is very like hip hop drums, stuff like that with trap or dubstep. So I feel like I definitely like those genres more, but I also came up listening to like, I was listening to like those DJ blend mixes and stuff, which is like all electro house. So I definitely have a love for like 128 bass house, stuff like that. So it's kind of all over the place, you know, it's weird. Yeah. I have like spurts of like, oh, I'll listen to this and then I'll listen to that. And I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I'll listen to Jersey Club for like two months and then I <laughs> won't listen to it for six months. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. That's how I am too. Like it jumps between like just listening to rhythm, just listening to yeah. decision for a month and then just listening to another DJ for a month and it's just yep. a cycle that repeats and repeats. Yep new music coming out yeah. every day it's, it's just so much it's yeah like, it's impossible to like li- still be listening to something that you started listening to six months ago for me at least yeah I just listen to so for much sure music. and that's what's hard about making dj sets and stuff and trying to stay like new because all these kids are making dj sets or putting out edits or whatever and like they're doing it fast and you don't want to be like slacking sometimes you know, I'll I'll make a an edit or get an idea of an edit in my head before even an artist put out a song, kinda like how my rain edit came about. Like I saw Papa Khan uh post a snippet of it on Twitter, I believe, 
and it was going viral. Like everybody was was listening to it, and I remember being like, "This is different, like a melodic rhythm type thing. Like this is this bangs." But I had an idea in my head, like, "Oh my god, I could just flip this into like a house edit or something." And if I put it out, like right when he puts it out, it'll just, I think it'll naturally go. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as he put it out, I downloaded it and made it that night within maybe an hour and a half, not even. And it was done. And then I was like, you know what? I'm putting it out today. No promo, nothing. Just put it out and it's like done amazing so far. So yeah, I'm stoked on that. Did he... Did I see that you posted that he like saw it or something? Yeah, or, like, he actually uh he he was showing love on SoundCloud. He um it actually happened. I was one day I was sleeping and I woke up in the morning and I had like a bunch of notifications on my phone and somebody he tweeted um someone send edits of rain and somebody took like a video or like a like a screen recording of mine and sent it to him and then he reposted it on his twitter and i had like over 3500 views so like my phone like was blowing up and people were like who is this blah 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 and yeah so that it just went off and then yeah that was that definitely got like a bunch of the kid who posted actually his name goes by shoku so he's already like an upcoming dj like putting stuff out on subsidia right now and stuff Ooh. so yeah that was um That's... definitely some good support to like he he you know and i didn't ask him to do that at all he totally did that on his own like hey because i have like a list of djs that i send my music out to before i post just to like get them to put in their mixes or stuff like that to support it but um yeah he he did that and i did not ask him i was not talking to him at all so that was like yeah i was super grateful for that because that's awesome yeah it, it went off and then papa Khan hit me up and stuff we were talking in twitter dms and then yeah i just all the other djs i sent to all of them were like oh this is fire i'm gonna add this to my set so Damn. yeah i was stoked on that that's super awesome. stoked so you i mean i've seen a lot of similar stuff to that, like people playing your edits and stuff like that. Mm. How much like time do you put into sending your stuff to DJs, like networking to have other people listen to you? Because like a lot of the time I feel like with musicians, like people don't see the legwork that goes into it. And so like they appreciate it less. And I feel like people do so much and like people have no idea. So you want to shed a little light on like, yeah, no, How much I work goes into what you're doing. I agree 110%. Um there's kids I know who make thousand times better music than I do. But they don't try to like do promo or nothing. They don't send it to anybody. They just think like, "Oh, I'm going to post it and it's going to go." But they don't understand that like hundreds and thousands of people are posting on YouTube, Spotify, you know, Apple Music, soundcloud you name it there's so much content going out that like you're just gonna get lost like Mm -hmm. literally you just get lost in the sauce and if you're not like doing like you said that legwork of like sending emails like hitting up blogs hitting up other djs like it you're just gonna get lost and and nobody's really gonna not that no one's gonna care but like they're not gonna try to like reach out so like dude there's there's times where like I'll be on my SoundCloud and like 
I'll take like four or five hours out of my day and I'll just send my music to like, I'll go through like, um, the, so the original song of rain, I'll go through the likes of that on SoundCloud and I'll fucking like email or DM people on SoundCloud. Like, Hey, I saw you liked rain. Why don't you peep my edit? I think you might like it. And dude, sometimes you get people to be like, fuck off and you know, don't email me or message me again. Or sometimes you get people be like, this is sick. Who are you? And why haven't I heard of you yet? So like, I've definitely gained like a lot of people like, oh, you know, this is dope or whatever. But like I said, I've had people be like, yo, fuck off. Don't send me shit, which rightfully so I get it. Sometimes I'll get stuff like that. But like, it's also not really like copy and paste. Like I'll, you know, like you want to talk to people like by their name and stuff like that. And like they, people like being acknowledged instead of just like, you know, getting a song sent and then they reply and I don't answer. Like sometimes these people I'll fucking talk to for like months or I'm still friends with now. So it's like, you got to do that, that legwork that, you know, so if you don't want to do it, then you're just going to get surpassed by the next person who's, who's trying just, twice as much as you are yeah that's a that's a major major thing i tell all my friends like you think that like blogs or um people are gonna post about your stuff like sometimes you gotta like drop a couple bucks to like you know get your stuff out there and like have people post it and like it will be worth it because more people are getting exposed to it instead of just you posting it on your instagram or soundcloud and then once algorithms come out like you're maybe getting a couple hundred views, which is really not worth it. Like at yeah. that point. So yeah, that's what I, I definitely think that you need to, anybody who's posting music, you just need to send, 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 get an email list. Like I have like a Google spreadsheet of every DJ's email, blogs, emails, like you name it. And then I just send emails all day long and you, you set a day aside and yeah. And then, you know, over the weeks people will start, replying and stuff some people will answer that day but you know all these a lot of the bigger djs that i send stuff to they they don't really check their promo emails like that so yeah you got to be like creative somehow and sometimes i'll send like five different emails to like like if i'm sending stuff to like like 4b or stuff like that it's hard to get in touch with those guys so you hit them with like twitter soundcloud uh instagram email dude like i'll send four different ways so one of those ways like they're bound to hear it and you know something's gotta stick so yeah that's that's pretty much that i love i love that because i feel like a lot of people kind of discredit that because they see people like promoing stuff in like comment Mm. sections and shit like that yeah and they're like fuck you like get out of here or whatever but like they're not thinking about the one person who isn't reacting the way they are and like we'll actually click on that or yep. actually like like I started listening to this kid, I think he's I'm gonna butcher his name, it's like Tanner like Peterson or something. Mm. And it was literally just that we'd like been he DM'd me his music. He's from like Wisconsin or something, I forget. Mm. He like DM'd me his music and I was like, Alright, I'll just look at it. Cause like he said my name, I think. Or he was like, Hey, I like just started following you and he like liked a couple of my pictures. Yep. And like people don't put enough effort into like kind of befriending people because when you're friends with someone, you're so much more likely to support them. So if you're like being personal and like being yourself and like nice to people, then they're going to be way more correct. 
110%. And I remember um, when I was going to school at Icon, um, one of our classes was music business. And, you know, we were learning stuff like that. Like people, they want to feel loved too. So people aren't just going to like follow you and, and, you know, you don't follow them back. They're going to unfollow you because they're like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, you know, he follows this many people, but he won't follow me back. So then I'm going to hit unfollow. But if you're following everybody, like they like getting followed too. And then if they're messaging you or you're messaging them and like, you're calling people by their first name. And I remember when I was going to school, like that was a thing, like when you speak to people, like just put their first name and they'll like 90% they'll answer if their first name is there instead of like, yo dude. Cause then they'll think it's like a copy and paste thing. Mm. But if you just put their name in there, they're like, Oh wow. Like this person's cool. And then if you talk to them and you become friends with them, yeah, they're 99% going to support you. Like why not? It's like this dude's so cool, but I've made a lot of friends that way. Like people who, some people I've never even met some people I've, uh, made music with stuff like that you just you know you never know who people could be and I've had like A&Rs or you know managers I've followed they follow me like hey I didn't know who you were and you're fire like keep working and like we could possibly work in the future you just make little uh little stuff like that and it could really yeah. go a long way so yeah, talk to people really yeah yeah you just you got to be a personal person and I know that sometimes it sucks and you know, some people are like, they just want to like keep to themselves. Cause like sometimes I do and shit yeah. like that. But like for the, the kind of stuff or work that like we're doing, like you got to be a personable person, you know, yeah, exactly. you don't want to be a dick and people be like, this person's a dick, you know, they're cause people see that and then they just, they won't fuck with you. And then, you know, nobody will support you or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Um, I was going to talk about it a little bit later, but since you mentioned it, the school that you went to, Icon, mm. where that's out in California, right? Yeah, that's in, uh, it's in Burbank. So I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Um, I know that it's like just a full, like fully music school. Mm -hmm. Is it, are you taking any other classes when you go there or is it just music? Well, so they, they have like a bunch of different, uh, classes and stuff. They had, like as mentioned, they had music business, um, songwriting, keys uh an art of flow uh we had a collab at the end of the year they would uh put you together with like two other students and then they'd have you do like a collab project ah. um so they had like a bunch of different classes we had like a a vocal class um studio techniques so we were like getting in studios learning hardware software stuff like that how to record um, yeah, we, they, they did everything. It wasn't just like we had arrangement. So they, they nailed the head on pretty much everything there. And now I know they have a bunch of, or I think they have like two other programs that they're doing, which is like a, a master class of like, you, you have to graduate from the program that I did the one year, but be in like the top 10% of your class. Mm -hmm. So if you want to drop another, you know, couple bucks you could go to that but i wouldn't really for myself i wouldn't do that just because i'm constantly learning every day just on yeah. youtube and stuff like that but icon for me definitely like slingshotted me like oh, yeah. into a direction that i wouldn't have been able to go otherwise so 
I'm forever grateful for everybody there. Yeah. And my teachers and mentors and all that stuff. It's a really cool like thing. Those like specified schools like that. Yeah. Like coding schools or like where everyone's like kind of in it for the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Some it's usually something that they're like really passionate about and they're not like doing it for money. Like especially yeah. with music. Like there's no guarantee. Well, I mean granted it's gonna happen eventually yeah if, if you put the work in yeah but like there's no guarantee so people say um i think it's really cool because everyone there like just is so passionate about it like did you like exp was that like mostly the experience that everyone was like super like into it like passionate about so, it or were there yeah so like you would like to think that but um, so when, when you're applying to Icon, you'll be in touch with like ambassadors and stuff and they try to like figure out who is actually about it and who's not, because you can see those people who are, you know, no offense to those frat bros who like the DJ and stuff like at parties and do whatever. That's cool, bro. Do your thing. Like sometimes that can work, but um, a, a lot of the case, they try to just figure out like, oh, all right, like this person's actually making music cause they love it. Not instead of like, oh, this person wants to go to icon to become the next Mac J or slander or nightmare or jaws or, you know, mm -hmm. and like all those guys did go there and you know, they definitely helped the school, but like, that's not the case. Like you're not guaranteed anything. And, yeah. and a lot of the cases, kids, when they're younger, they think, oh, I'm going to go to Icon and I'm going to be the next biggest DJ. And then like they're slapped in the face. Like when they get there, they're like, oh shit, this is a lot of work. Yeah. Like I was in class and I like knew the least out of everybody who I was in class with. Some of the kids who were in there were already touring and stuff with like Borgor. Like, Damn. um, I don't know if you're familiar with Wooly Mammoth. But uh, yeah, this kid, nah. Jason Wool, he was in my class and he was <laughs> like, had to leave class for, you know, a month to go on tour in Damn. Australia with Borgor. Like I'm in class, like chilling and this kid's like on tour with Borgor and I'm like, dude, what the yeah. hell? And the school was so cool about it because, you know, that's the kind yeah. of stuff we're doing. So they're like, was more than happy. Hey, you need to take off time. We can do this like online, whatever. Yeah. So he was doing that, and uh, yeah, not just him. There was so many other kids who were killing it in my class that are still even killing it now. And uh, yeah, yeah, so a bunch of them were just doing really cool things, and I'm like, what the hell is side-chaining? Or, you know, <laughs> like, I didn't even know how to make anything. And uh, yeah, so that was that was cool. They, like I said, icon slingshotted me into a direction that like i wouldn't have been able to do that fast as i was but yeah some people definitely didn't take it for uh granted and icon they'll they'll kick people out i was in there was like 18 kids in my class and only like 12 or 13 of us graduated damn yeah so yeah it's hardcore um they they'll kick you out the kid jason i don't know if he was kicked out or what but he um he didn't graduate. There was kids who were in my class who who didn't graduate and stuff. So yeah, it, it it wasn't a game. If you fail like a class, I think it's either one or two. They'll kick you out. Yeah. So I. It's like you just have to not be dipping. Yeah, work, yeah. Well, they think you you're know? just taking a seat away from someone else, yeah. and like you, you know, you're you're going out to the clubs in L.A. and then not coming to class. Like 
you know, the attendance, I forget if you miss like three classes, like they'll kick you out and you know, you're spending a lot of money to be going to the school. Like you should take it seriously. So I, uh, I ate everything up when I went there and just yeah, that's awesome. kept quiet and kind of just laid low and did my thing and learned as much as I could in the yeah. short amount of time I was there. You could, we could tell. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I was I was um so I was Must in LA for like three and a half years, but oh, the, yeah? the one year program was at Icon and but I was always there after and what? you know you stayed there after you went like did you go there to go to icon yeah so were you like there before no so i moved out there to go to icon Mm -hmm. and uh they had linked me with my roommate vince who was from colorado who i didn't know we just they linked us up icon and we stayed across the street from icon so we just walked across the street every morning for school and stuff and uh yeah and then we just spent days there you know literally every single day there i would just be there eating it up because then they'd have like after school classes that you could go to where like students would teach or stuff oh, like that. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, it was cool, man. It was that's definitely a good, a good time. <laughs> I dude, I loved it. I, I wish I could go back. Yeah. It was a good time. That's awesome. So when um you talk about when you started listening to EDM, where when was it that you were like you wanted to make it? Was it around the same time you started listening to it or did it come <sighs> later? No, it was a little bit later because actually I remember somebody said something to me. I was like, oh, like how does Skrillex makes his, make his songs? And someone was like, he uses this like app called Ableton and, he, <laughs> and it's like he uses a hundred tracks. And I was like, whoa, that sounds crazy. Like putting together a song, like I don't know how someone would do that in any sorts and I kind of was like turned off by that so like I didn't really jump into it and then maybe like I was a junior in high school and they you know how they gave you those Macs in those carts like the cart would go around school and they had the Macs and they had garage band on it Uh and I opened it up and was like starting fuck around and take loops and stuff and like put them together and was like, Oh, like this is kind of cool. And like, like this bangs, but it was like the worst thing you <laughs> the ever listened to dude. It's completely like, off beat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that meme where it's just like that, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, bam, bam, bam. it's like that little uh, harmonica or whatever that sound yeah, is yeah, where yeah. it just sounds completely fucked up mm-hmm. that like, you're like, yeah, this is sick. But like everyone else is like, Dude, what, what are you the doing? Hell? Like, <laughs> turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's that's how it uh started. But then my senior year, I had hurt my knee and like I was having a bunch of surgeries and stuff. So I wasn't like making any music and stuff. Like I was I was totally doing a bunch of other things, trying to fix my leg and yeah. stuff like that. So then that made me think like, all right, I want to take this seriously. Like I'm home what am I going to do now? Like, so I was like, let me dive back into making music. And then my mom was like, you got to go to school because I just graduated high school and I didn't know what I want to do. So she was like, you need to go to like OCC or something. So I went there for a semester and was like, this fucking sucks. This is not for me. This is not what I envision myself doing. And she was like, well, then you better start looking up schools or something that you want to do because, yeah, you need to do something. And so 
then yeah, I knew about Icon and stuff. I was already looking them up and looked up some other schools. Uh, I think it was called like Dubspot or something in New York City or Philly. That sounds gnarly. Yeah, Dubspot. Yeah, and That's where I'm um, going. I actually had one of my teachers used to teach at the one in New York City, like that we were very. Uh, he ended up being one of my mentors, Pilask. And yeah, he taught at Dubspot, but they went, those dudes were all dicks or something and they all broke up and yeah, he moved out to LA and then yeah, got a job at Icon. But so yeah, I I applied to a bunch of different music schools and then was in touch with these guys at Icon and then yeah, I applied, went out there to visit and stuff, did my interview and I got accepted like two or like three, I don't know if it was two or three or four months later, but yeah, a couple months later. And then, yeah, dude, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm sending it out to L.A. and just moved, fucking wong it out there. So. And you're, how did your mom react when you said you were going to music school? Um, Was she, like, into it at first, or did you have to, like, yeah, be like, no, this is what I want I th- to do? I think she, she was. It's still kind of, like, foreign to her. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not like I'm so, I, I don't really show her the stuff that I make. She'll see it from like going through my Instagram or stuff. But, um, yeah, that's like a whole different ball game for like that whole generation. They don't like understand that like I make music on my computer and like can make like songs and stuff that could go, you know, take me on tour and stuff and, you know, eventually lead to me making money. They think like I need to get a white collar job where you know i'm working in an office or doing stuff like that when that's like totally wasn't me but i think she was just like okay you're old enough to know that you don't want to go to school but like you have to do something so if you're really doing this music thing you better fully go into it which i totally wanted to do and i don't think she knew like that i was this passionate about this so yeah, she once I graduated and stuff, she was like, "Oh, you know what? Like he's he's doing music and stuff." So now I think she she gets it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. my I I had the same a similar situation with people wanting to like wanted me to get a regular job yep. like, and so I went to Stockton for three years. I think I have like a year and a half of credits because mm. I was it was not for me just at not all. going to class. Stuff. Yeah, stuff like that, and so I just recently just dropped out and was like all right what am i gonna do and i was like sitting in my bed and i was like oh i should make local acts only is that a thing and i like looked it up and it wasn't a thing and Mm. i was like ah i've been thinking about doing a podcast for like three years like or two years three years whatever Mm. like made the instagram and then like it was a thing the next week and we had the first episode recorded and i was like all right here we go Sometimes like, you just gotta do stuff like that. Now. Yeah, we um the my friend Darius, he was on the second episode. He said sometimes you just gotta hit the fuck it button. Just hit the fuck it button. Yep. And send it. Yep. That's like, that's what it is. Pretty much, or it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. If you told me that we would be sitting here like a year ago, I'd be like, "What? Like, no way." Yeah, like, yeah, dude, no, for sure. And like, I love what you guys are doing because. Like you're, you know, you're giving everybody who's like around here in the local area, like, you know, a chance to talk about how they got started or yeah. stuff like that. And and it's cool because people definitely are interested in that. But like 
nobody out here is doing stuff like that. So, you know, people don't understand that, like, you don't start at a hundred, like you start somewhere and then dude, you know, God knows will your God knows where you'll be one year from now. Exactly. You know? Like you might have your own studio, like crazy, like a whole setup, like on yeah. some Joe Rogan type shit. Exactly. Like, That's what I was saying. Like when we were setting up, when I was setting this up earlier, I was like, like it's such a, it's a beautiful shit show. It's no, it's like a vibe like, though. You know, it, exactly. Like, this is like it a is. vibe. Like, I love this. It, it's what it needs to be right now and it's going to grow into so much more yeah. you know as soon as we like get some leverage yeah no but for sure it's it's a journey it's a great journey it's crazy how much you can do with time you know like i used to waste so much time and like just watching like tv all the time playing video games mm. like just doing shit that wasn't like getting me further in life yep and so like when I, I was very unhappy then. And so like now I'm like very happy and satisfied with my life. Cause I'm like fucking getting somewhere for the first time ever. Yeah. And so like whenever I like, I am not productive. Like if I don't work towards something for two days, like I'm not like, I'm, I'm just like going downhill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I get that. It's insane. Like how much you could do with like a day if you just put time into things, you know? Like, yep. It's really crazy no like, I, you, I agree you can get where you are and like where we are and will be it's really awesome yeah i also like a note on that is um i feel like there's not enough time in a day yeah dude like there's you know some days where if i'm working on music or you know if i have work and then i come home and i'm trying to work on music like sometimes there's just not enough time in the day to get stuff done which in a sense, it sucks, but you can't let that hold you back. Yeah. Like, you kind of just got it, you know? If you do have work, you know, make time for you to come home and work on music. But, <clears throat> yeah, you there. sometimes it just feels like there's not enough time and, like, oh, I, I, need, I need to do this now. But, like, you kind of just, you got to let it roll how it's going to yeah. roll and everything's, you know, I'm a firm believer and stuff's meant to be and, mm -hmm. you know, don't rush anything. Just, yeah. just take it day by day and stuff like that. And yeah. Like you said, as long as you're, you're working towards your goals, uh, then it'll get done. But some days you got to have those days where like you chill around and watch Netflix yeah. and some of those days are you needed, but you can't do that time. every day. Exactly. You can't sit around and, you know, smoke weed and just the time goes by and you're like, oh, wow. Like I just sat around and smoked weed all day and watched Rick and Morty. Like what uh, the hell is my life? Like, I did that for years. Yeah, straight. dude, dude, it, it happens. Like, I was, it totally I was like happens. stuck in the cycle, which is like, it's cool. And like, but then, yeah, once you break that once cycle, break like it. it's the greatest feeling ever. You're like, oh, wow. Like I'm back on my grind and yeah. like, you know, I'm killing it. And you know what? Some people, you just get stuck in a rut and, and that's life, you know, shit happens and everybody goes through their own thing. And, you know, there's days where I'm like, fuck, why am I doing this music shit? Like, yeah. Like, is it really working? But it's like, you can't look at that. You just got to keep going and yeah. you're not doing it for that. You're just, you're doing, you're making, I'm making music to make myself happy and kind of just like escape like this every all this fucking just life Bullshit. like shit that's like going on now dude like 
I could just get on my computer and like forget about everything and just make music. And then I'm like, you know, my girlfriend's asleep, like yelling at me because my headphones are too loud and I'm working on music and I'm dude, you know, I'll get like, I'll start something and I'll be like bouncing around in bed and she's like bouncing around too. She's getting all pissed off. But, uh, yeah, dude, that is, that's, that's pretty much it. It's really like powerful to have like something like that in your life, you know. Yeah. I'm very thankful for it. Yeah, me too. Like, before you have it, like it's like fuck. Like yeah. what am I doing? You yep. know? Yep. Um, yep. So when you we talked about when you started like producing, did you did you just start DJing like the same time pretty much or were were you DJing before that? So I was DJing before that, like I, right when I went to those, that Flux and that Skrillex show, I was like, oh, this is cool. Let me, I downloaded virtual DJ for free, was like having little parties in my bedroom and stuff like that. And dude, totally wasn't beat matching, was just like (laughs) fucking playing bangers, like didn't know what I was doing, but I was having so much fun. And that's pretty much where I am right now. Dude, that's what it is. Like, just have fun with it. And like, you know, like don't take it seriously. And like, yeah, so I did that for a while and I DJ parties and stuff. And then eventually I realized like, okay, like you can't just make it off DJing unless you're like a, you know, doing like spinning vinyl like a crazy type dj like that which i don't do yeah (laughs) um yeah so i started doing that and then probably yeah around like my freshman year of college like when i was in ozc like i had downloaded because i had to download ableton and logic so i dove into that for like two months or so and was making really shitty beats like really really bad and then, yeah, I had went out to school and then, yeah, kind of just over time, you know, stuff, just trying to get better on my crafts, perfecting everything, learning all these tools that I was using that I didn't know how to use, you know, doing just everything uh, kind of the correct way. There's no correct way, but like learning <laughs> just about the tools that I was using, you know, I'd throw yeah. a compressor on something and blast the threshold, like thinking that it would do something when I didn't even know how to use a compressor or I didn't know how to sidechain or, you know, use stuff that like was, that could help me, but I didn't know how it was going to help me in, in any way or y- even using an EQ, like simple mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, just cleaning up stuff, cleaning up your mix, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah they, they teach you how to use all those tools and, you know, like I said, there's no rules to it, but it's, once you know how to use it and, and what it'll do, then you can, the possibilities are endless there. Yeah. Which is amazing. Uh, so like while we're on the topic of like producing, um, are there any things, cause like a lot of people who listen to this are like, they produce or they engineer mm. or they make beats like, um, any like big tips you could give people like things that you've learned that you wish you learned earlier. And then like, even with stuff like like neat things you'll do with like melodies or something like how do you like write i would say just experiment and i know it sounds cliche but a majority of the stuff that i've made 
you don't think about it in your head. Like you're kind of just fucking around and like, it kind of just happens. And like, um, I forget what they used to call it at school, like happy, like, or like happy mistakes, like some, and it was yeah, just like, Bob Ross. It, yeah, like it would happen and you'd be like, oh fuck, that sounds so sick, which you didn't, might not necessarily known what you were doing, but it sounded cool. And you were like, oh, this is fucking dope. So then you're like, oh, I'll use that technique in this song. And then really you're just, it's that and just keep making music. Like any song you do, you're just going to get better at doing it. You'll never get worse. It's like doing anything you do. You, you As long as you keep doing it, you're just going to keep getting better. And yeah, if you decide to pull Ableton up once every three months, you're going to stay in the same exact spot that you've stayed and you'll never grow. Yeah. But you just got to keep on keeping on and notice this stuff. If you're not so good at, then focus more on that and... You know, it just, I think you just got to experiment. YouTube is great too. Yeah. Like YouTube is an amazing tool. If you need to, you want to learn how to make music, go to, I mean, well, I said go to Ableton, <laughs> go to YouTube. Yeah. They will teach you anything. Like sure. Cymatics, other artists are now on there. Who's the one really big one? Um, What's his name? Shit. Sorry. No, you're good. I'm. Not, um. um I just know, like, big companies. I know that are doing or we're doing tutorials is Cymatics. Okay. They are great. A lot yeah, of those I kids I, I went to school with. Yeah, they really? they do free downloads and stuff. Um, like a bunch of EDM, hip hop, like you name it, they have mm-hmm. it, and their samples are just absolutely amazing. Um, you name it, the biggest producers, DJs in the world use their stuff. Um, really, really great stuff. But yeah, other artists now with like COVID are coming out with YouTube channels, like doing breakdowns Twitch of their songs stuff. and stuff, which is, that's another ball game because say five years ago, like when I was going to Icon, like people, like they don't want you to see what they're doing because then they're scared that you're going to get like go past them. I think that's what I think in my head. Like, you know, DJs weren't showing their project files because they were scared, like, oh, like, I'm not really doing anything that's too crazy. So if someone sees this, then they're going to make it and then they'll make it better. And people are so greedy, like in the yeah. EDM, uh, like industry or just any like music industry. They don't, they want to be, you know, as famous as possible and don't want anybody really to surpass them unless it's guys like Excision or, you know, those guys are so sick who are like, putting on for like young producers like me and stuff like that just trying to like give these kids names yeah because it's pretty impossible with like these all these djs look at the festivals it's every single dj they play the same shit yeah it's annoying it's like give these kids who are like younger guys who are fucking killing it give them a chance because like they are they're amazing and there's kids now who are like fucking 14 years old who are insane yeah insane oh yeah I um I actually went to Lost Lands and like because I just fucking love Excision mm. like as a person like he's just great like yeah Jeff so, is a- so good like one of the most I mean I'd probably say one of the most like generous like helpful in the in almost entire community I mean mm. dubstep community easily but so I was like okay like yeah I, I want to go like see him like I saw him at um uh 
Moonrise mm. briefly, like half the set or something, because I went to see like I don't know some like fucking I forget. Um, but so I went and the my favorite thing about it was like the after shows, like they had all like no not like no name but yeah. like like less less known yeah less known um DJs and. It was like so cool because you're ex- like ex- exposed to this completely new thing that you never heard and you never would have heard if it, you just went to a festival that had like a bunch of headliners on it. Yep. Like I love those little like sound stages that places have and stuff like that. Yeah, Do like you, the side stages. Yeah. Could you think of any other like notable DJs that are like prevalent in the scene that do help out like Excision does? Like anyone? Um. I feel all right. So one off the top of my head is Benzie. Benzie is so dope. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking out of the duo he was in, but I remember seeing him when I was in LA once. Um, and he is super fucking dope. Always working with like the youngest, like upcoming producers who are just killing it. Like he is an A&R, I think for, uh, his own like sub label parametrics, but I think they're signed to Atlantic if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he's got his little label that he like puts music out for all these up and coming kids who are, you know, killing and stuff. So <laughs> Benzie's dope. Um, I'm trying to think of like artists I can think of that support me. Um, Dirty audio. He's dope. He's always playing out my stuff. Um, some like big name dirty and he's dirty audio is not so big but like he definitely is is a pretty big dj not compared to like excision though excision is yeah. like a you know the god of dubstep, dubstep yeah dubstep god right there he's dab <laughs> um who else like big I think name subtronics like does a lot like subtronics that. just yeah. started his label that is dope yeah um i fucking he's my favorite he's he's dude he's killing it i love that he's like an east coast guy like that that puts on for all of us yeah for Um, sure space jesus too you know him space jesus so i'm actually like i just saw him at the wakan thing they did where they do camp bisco so funny about the space jesus thing oh did i I say space jesus yes oh i meant um sorry fucking space what's the other dude's name that he works liquid stranger why liquid I say space stranger jesus? yes i'm not talking about space jesus you know you know the stuff space about jesus. space jesus yes though, i know right? space yeah. jesus is coming back i was yeah. referring to liquid stranger i associate the two because space jesus was on yeah on I, that tour. i might just cut that out honestly no no that's way too no you could leave that in no that's um, funny because yeah, i know fuck space jesus yeah fuck space jesus um i don't i don't want to talk about bass nectar either yep bass that, nectar too i don't i don't listen yeah, no, to those guys suspect. um that's sick dude the one time i when i was living in la i actually seen him twice i seen him once at the weed shop mm-hmm. and i saw him once at ralph's and the one time ralph's is like the stop and shop out there mm. and i seen him and i was so fucking stoked i was like yo let's take a picture and shit i was like bro i'm out here like going to icon and he was like dude hell yeah man like keep killing it and shit and then, like, two years later, that fucking shit came out. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Fuck God. this guy. Yeah, I, was I was like, like damn, dude. Damn like, And he used to, like, what it felt like he put on for younger artists. Like, bringing these guys on tour and shit. And then I heard about the stuff he was doing. And I was like, whoa, man. Like, that's some fucked up shit. But, yeah, yeah like you said, that's... I don't even... 
I don't care about those guys. I don't listen to their stuff. Yeah, but no, they're they're irrelevant now. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, they were talented. I wish that they didn't do those things. Oh, but, dude, you, know, you can't. Dude, super, can't super like talented people. But yeah, you can't be a scumbag and then expect people to support you after that. Like, it's just, it's not a good look. And even with yeah. Datsik, like, I remember seeing his, like, two shit apologies. And yeah. He he completely did it the wrong way, and I don't know. It's it's a shame because I mean, Space Jesus and uh, Beastmaster shit the bed on theirs too dude you oh know, yeah like, yep but oh, the, the sad thing is though like people will still support base nectar and yeah. that dude like it's crazy like his he's got a whole cult like, yeah no he really does granted it was like okay his is bad and he's a fucking creep right yeah but it, i don't think it was on the level of Datsik or space jesus but yeah. still like way past where it should be whatsoever yeah of you course know? so of course. i i kind of understand because like the dedication that that fan base has it's almost like a, a little like scary yeah no but, for sure it's like the it's taylor like, swift fans i think that like space like space jesus and like that sick like i think they're just like i don't think anyone's fucking with them really no like nope i it's don't know if those guys will ever have a career yeah. again i try probably like yeah. to to have like a little alias and have no one know about it yeah but the internet is like the fucking fbi and they'll mm -hmm. find out like yeah. it's it's crazy they'll find out fast like oh he's that's an alias and that's this person you yeah. know i think base nectar might have a chance of coming back if it's mm. like far in the future just solely because of what the project like stood for it was just like like love and acceptance really yeah. like it was really a beautiful kind of thing that's tragic that he tainted such a beautiful like creation yeah isn't that, that the ironic thing that yeah. it was supposed to be like you know that whole like blur like you know love unity respect like stuff like that and then these guys who were like preaching shit like that are like behind closed doors doing some fucked up disgusting weird stuff that yeah. it um i mean look, I, at, look at the fucking government too. yeah dude I, <laughs> I totally don't stand for it and it's like i would like yeah. to hope that people like that don't get a platform yeah but um yeah like i said those base nectar people like dude i know people with like tattoos of his yeah. logo and stuff and i'm like damn that yeah. sucks like you got that on that's you but like, like they're just they love him dude yeah that's what makes me skeptical because like there's a few like artists that i would get tattoos on me just because like they like changed who i was mm. you know like mm. inspired me on a whole nother level like alice in wonderland like i would get like something of hers on me or like i want to get you know how many have you seen i'm assuming you've seen excision yeah, so i've actually never seen him really? live okay yeah. i've seen him like he, like live sets on on okay, my computer yeah. so but never at a show you know the song home he plays it like all the fucking time. i think so the yeah spaghetti remix yeah there's like a, a the robot yes like, yeah, yeah, that yeah like yeah. is stomping i, I, I kind of want to like get that like I Dude, think that'd be sick. That would be sick. <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, but I like, actually but at the same time, it's like that, which is Dog Blood's logo. That's fucking sick. Yeah, I thought that whole like concept was sick, and then him and uh, or Skrillex and Boys Noise, like, mm -hmm. they're they're super dope. They'll yeah. do like their one or two sets a year. But um, yeah, I remember hearing Skrillex talk about it once, and he was like, "Oh, like Dog Blood is like." Like, this is my brother's, like, I'll die. Like, I'll take blood for my dogs. And I was like, yo, like, that's, a, I was like, that's fire. You yeah. know what? And the logo of it, I was like, dude, 
one day I'm going to get that tattooed. And then I just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it. And then did it. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Um, so like talking about Skrillex and we've talked about a few other artists, are there like ones that stand out to you? Like I said, like Excision, Alice in mm. Wonderland, like are there specific people that you saw and you were like, like this, like I remember I have like, I think I cried at a blouse at once because mm. it was just like so incredible and beautiful. And I granted was under the influence of yeah, substance, drugs, but stuff like still, that. Still, it was very beautiful. And I don't normally cry on So it. Dylan Francis, 110%. He's, I, he's awesome. Just all around dude, awesome. I love that dude. He's he, fucking hilarious. He's so funny. Did you he, see the ladder thing that they did? Where they like, if you have a ladder, you can get in anywhere. And they just like went around with oh, a ladder. Yeah, 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 dude, that was so funny. <laughs> that was that, was, that was hilarious. He's like a really funny he, guy, dude. He's just and he nails that too because you know that's a whole different discussion of like marketing and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah. his marketing game is oh, on untouchable point. Probably and the the best. Yeah, like, who he, has better? Nah, he's just so funny and. That dude, he he could be a comedian. He could go fucking tour as a comedian if he wanted to. Like Easily. he's just he's that funny, and um, yeah, dude. He I would say him. I've seen him probably like two or three times. Once I saw him at Soundgarden, that was super dope. I think the one time I'm thinking of though was at I don't know if you've been to Terminal Five. I think I have. It's in New York City. Yeah, and I think that I saw venue Milky is Chance there. so fucking sick. It's like yeah. three stories. Yeah, yeah, I saw. So we were going to like I each different the story. There, I think. Oh, dude, or, that is probably um, a sick show. Ah, oh, fuck. Who's the dude? Sorry, continue. Let me. No, no, you're you're good. Um, Don Diablo. Don Diablo. That was my first. Dope. That was my first rave. Shout outs to Kyle Van Oat for. Uh, dragging me along to that that's tight i was just like dude i remember i had to take a shit and i was like i was like well <laughs> at I'm not, the show I, yeah i was like in the middle of a set and i was like well i'm not leaving right now and so yeah like, i'm literally like jumping up and down like clenching my fucking ass cheeks like dude, dancing that's fucking, fucking hilarious crazy. that's I've, like, hilarious I, I never like danced before that and yeah just, like literally was like oh okay this is yeah. what you dance to um all right so that that reminded me not like me having the shit but yeah. of me going to shows as bad as it is because i like my thoughts have changed a little bit on the person now but like carnage dude i used to love carnage like i thought like oh my god this dude is fucking dope yeah blah 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 and i would i went to go see him i remember the one time he uh he he posted like yo i'm gonna be at chipotle in new york city <laughs> and my brother like because i didn't have twitter at the time i think or maybe I did, and my brother screenshotted it and sent it to me, and I was like, dude, let's fucking go, like, right now. And we literally got into his car and drove to the city, <laughs> and, like, I chilled with him and McConan at Chipotle. They bought us Chipotle and stuff. Were you the only ones there? No, there, there, dude, so there was probably, like, was say, at like, the end, probably, carnage. like, 30, yeah, like, 30 wow, or I'm 40 people. Wow, more. Well, dude, this was... Oh, it was a while ago. This yeah. was in, like, 2016. Yeah, yeah. so true. it was, like, the start of, like, yeah. his ASOC stuff, and, like, it was just starting to blow up, and then, uh, yeah, once I went to school and stuff, like, like, shout out to Carnage. He's dope and all, but, like, once I started finding out, like, he wasn't making a lot of the stuff that he was putting out, and, like, 
you know you're yeah. in i was in la so i was meeting like a lot of dudes who like he was working with or you know kind of just had ghost producers and i was like i was like hurt not hurt by it but like wow like this dude who i really loved and like supported like doesn't even fucking make his music like like damn that's a really big bummer yeah and I think he does now and stuff because he got shamed for it so much really? that one year of like him doing that tutorial, like the very way more louder. Like he literally didn't know how to explain anything yeah. or, you know, <laughs> on like a way more louder. He, dude, that was a, such dude, a I meme. I didn't see that. I got to see it. Dude. Oh my God. You didn't see that. No. That's crazy. He's doing, it was a, an interview or like <laughs> a tutorial with Razor, those computers. <laughs> no. And that's he's using incredible. something and he's like. I don't know what this does, but it just makes it very way more louder. And that was the meme. And dude, everybody lost it. That like oh I never wore my carnage shirt again after that. Because then kid, <laughs> kids at Icon are like, yo, you support that kid and I'm or you support that dude. And I'm just like, oh my God. So then that was like the end of it for me for Carnage. But he definitely like inspired me on like the Electro House, like into halftime trap. Cause I didn't know what that was. And I yeah. was always like, yo, this goes from like fast to like trap vibes. Like, yeah. what is this? And I love doing that. I yeah. do that on a lot of my stuff because Dude, just, I, I've never really like heard a lot of that either. Like when I listen to your music, I'm like, oh, this is fucking different. Like yeah. people don't really do this. A lot. I, I love going like, half I mean, people time. People might do it a lot, but I, I'm not like noticing it or yeah. very popular. It, it was definitely like a 2014, like, kind of style thing but that's like when i was like listening to it so like that's how you know it all integrates with my style and stuff and yeah i i just i love like because it's a nice switch up and you know it gives yeah. you that groove Are and you, bounce is that what it is on the um the papa Khan edit the melody like what what are you doing with that melody how it like kind of glitches a little bit uh, so well so the glitching of that like that melody is just like, like, like stalls a little bit or something kind of um, you know what I'm, do you like am i explaining it yeah properly? no oh okay. so you're talking about like the first part of it where yeah, it's like so with that is is like that's what like they'll call like the quote quote fake out drop mm -hmm. so you'll hit it with like the initial kick like as it's supposed to drop but then you won't, you'll leave it empty. So it'll hit with the kick dun, 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 and then it builds up and then you bring the drums back in. So it like, it kind of like gives you like, it's like suspenseful. You're like waiting, like, okay, it's going to drop and then it comes in. Mm -hmm. But so yeah, that's just like taking out like a section of the drums and then, you know, just it'll naturally build up and then it, fucking when it drops, it hits like double mm -hmm. as hard, you know? Yeah. But then, um, for the, like the last part of that drop, I, it went from like 128 and then I sped up the, uh, the BPM of it to like 175, which brings it into the DMB part of it yeah. to like, you know, but you got to gradually like bring it up in, in speed. So it's not like very noticeable, like, Oh, you know, some people who, who make music and stuff, they'll be like, Oh, I could tell it like changed, but yeah, most people listen to it who are just average listeners and they're like, Oh, this is fucking sick. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I did with that one. It's just fake out, you know, mm -hmm. put no you, initial kick, no claps or anything. No, no hi-hats, nothing. It's, it's great for fucking build up anticipation, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So like when you write that, are, do you like play 
piano at all or do you just like kind of have a knowledge of like chords and scales kind of so you know how to like so with that like everything is kind of different like if i'm making beats and i want to record into something like sometimes i'll i'll like use my keyboard but i'll say 95 percent of the time i just i like to draw stuff in yeah i i like I did it with the keyboard, but mm. then I, I like just get the like basic and then yeah. like change it like yep. crazy. Yep. So I used to do the same. It would just take like so much precision to like do, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm not that, I'm not good. No, no. That. But I also think that's what like, like how I said too, there's no rules. Like there don't think that there's rules like, yeah. because that precision and that stuff and the way like the velocity Will, oh, yeah. will record into logic like that's that humanistic feel uh-huh. that you won't get from drawing it in like you can yeah. draw it in and take the velocities and change them and try to make it sound like as humanistic as mm-hmm. possible but that's also the point of playing it in like not being on time and having it hit harder on the first chord than it is on the second chord yeah. and stuff like that but yeah i'm i'm not like a you know uh, Beethoven or anything yeah, like that. I'm, I'm getting I, there. I definitely can <laughs> play. So, yeah, I could play songs, and I definitely wish I could play better. But yeah, I also don't like spend my time like, oh, I'm gonna learn how to you know play this song today or such. Mm-hmm. I just I just draw it in on Ableton or stuff like that. Re a lot of I do a lot of resampling stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just taking sounds, resampling them, yeah. adding plugins, trying to affect it stuff like that um when so you you do play a little piano when did you like start that was that like before uh you started making music or was that something where you were like oh i'm making music i should probably have a basic idea of how to do this so that that was all icon oh, they, okay. uh, we had my my keys class wow, and awesome. um yeah i had keys one and two dude it was it was awesome you think but like I didn't know how to play. Yeah. And we you'd have your homework and we'd have quizzes and tests and for like the homework quizzes and tests like you had to go up in front of the class and like play whatever song or whatever it was or do whatever scale you were playing. So that's how I learned like all my scales and stuff and then yeah then once it was like song or keys too like we were playing songs and dude oh my god my anxiety would be so bad the morning of like yeah i'd be like thinking i'm gonna throw up like oh my god i have to play in front of my peers like but everybody felt that way and then once you were done you were like you know what like i fucking nailed it yeah and it was like the greatest feeling ever but terrifying in a sense that you're playing in like a room full of all these kids who make music who you know you kind of just feel judged in a sense um how when so when you were doing that how much time were you like putting in every day to practice like were you doing every day not every day like what was your routine i so the first because it was two semesters of it so my first six months or i would say my whole first year i was playing either every day or every other day like i was Cause I had to learn my homeworks and stuff. And that was, and my homework was, you know, playing the songs that you don't learn that in 30 minutes or an hour. If you do learn it in 30 minutes or an hour, you're not going to get it precise. Yeah. And like, that's what you'd be graded on like precision, like, you know, hitting all the correct chords, like making sure the melody and like your chords are all like in sync, everything 
we'd have to play with like the tempo on it too. So there'd be like sometimes drums and stuff. So it was mm-hmm. like I was playing in a band, which was cool as hell that I loved. But yeah, it, um, I was, let's say I was probably playing realistically like every other day, but probably for like four to five to six hours Damn, because yeah. yeah, you, you have to like get it like on point or, you know, I do that for four or five, six hours. And then the morning before the test, like I would have class from nine to four and I would do it from like six 30 or seven to like, you know, eight 30 practicing, or I would go to icon as soon as they would open and would be like chilling in the hallway, like playing it, you know, just trying to like get it good. So I wasn't anxious because dude, my hands would be fucking shaking. And then as soon as you're on, like you just play and you don't even think about it. Your fingers are just moving. So yeah, I I haven't played like that though. in two or three years at least. Are you, do you still like practice it much? The last time I practice it was, I want to say two years ago when I moved back here and I saw Bohemian Rhapsody Uh movie and I was like, dude, I want to fucking learn how to play the piano like good again. And so I remember I taught myself Bohemian Rhapsody and then, yeah, after that I was like, I kind of just, you know, went back into the hole of like, all right, yeah, like I don't want to do this, but I want to learn how to play the drums. Like, yeah, drums are sick. That's like my last, that's my last stop because it's the instrument i find the hardest because it's like four things at once yeah like, it, rather yeah, than it's just a lot two, it's a lot it's, it's a, a lot. lot to deal with and i don't have like the best sense of rhythm so i'm like waiting till i get that sense of rhythm through the other instruments that i play yeah and like understanding a lot about music because then when i get there i'll be like okay it'll be easier to learn you know? yep yep i i'm the same way like i well for me i i feel like i have a lot of rhythm and i know like i could just i could play the drums but i've never learned and nobody's ever taught me and i've never like had time to sit down for like you know 12 hours to play the drums or like all right like this is how you get it so i was looking into like the electronic drum kits but i've heard things from people like oh like they're not as velocity sensitive you just won't get that that feel that like you would get on like a real drum set and my neighbors definitely won't have me (laughs) definitely won't like uh yeah, I was a little worried earlier about hours, but yeah, nothing happened, so we're good. Yeah, that's not I bad. I need to then. buy them a Christmas present or something. Dude, like, my neighbors, <laughs> my one neighbor does not like me. Yeah. Totally does not like me. But the one on my other side, which is on actually on the side of my studio in my apartment, they're great. They totally love me. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, that's good. Yeah, that's great. They don't complain or stuff. But I also... I'm not like blasting music anytime past 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like I'm always, you know, reasonable stuff like that. If somebody ever told me to quiet down, I totally would. But yeah. I was, I've never been asked that. So that's usually never an issue. Is that like a big problem that you face like before? Have you all... Like since you moved out, were you living at home at all like with your mom or so after i went to icon um i lived on my own so i was like 19 when i moved out to cali so i was on my own ever since then but when i moved back to new jersey like two years ago um right after my mom sold 
the house that I grew up in, we, she had this apartment that was lined up for me to, to move into, but the woman had like two or three months left mm. in that apartment. So I stayed with my mom for like gotcha. two months, so, but I wasn't there for like yeah. any longer than that. So that sucked, but that was also kind of cool. Cause definitely some songs I put out, like I made it in her house. So like yeah. it was, you know, I just threw my headphones on, chilled on the couch and worked in work that way, you know? Yeah. That, that was like a problem that I faced. And I mean, I guess I have a similar problem now with having neighbors like just the struggle of wanting to be loud and yep. like not being able to. Yep. And it's such a like I understand, but at the same time, like just be cool. Yeah, right, right. Some people <laughs> like I'm not gonna keep you awake, I'm not gonna wake you up. Like yeah. if you're gonna take a nap, tell me and I'll not be loud. Or if you're on a phone call, tell me and I'll be quiet. So some neighbors they'll they'll act cool at first. Like when I moved in, my neighbor was acting cool. And then she just like fucking like a light switch, dude, flipped out one day. And then ever since then, like, dude, sh we've just, we've hated Sheila? each other. Huh? Sheila? Is that her name? No, no. Susan. Susan. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was someone in that. So yeah, I Susan. I was one of your live streams. Yeah, when I was saying fuck Chris, Susan. Kristen was like, fuck Susan. Yep, and you dude, were like, fuck, fuck Susan. Susan. <laughs> she sucks, dude. She, she sucks, man. She's not a nice person. <laughs> she said some fucked up things to me before. Damn. Yeah, dude. Some like fucked up shit that I won't repeat on here. Yeah. Because it's just like evil. Come on, Susan. But yeah, dude. She's, um, yeah, fuck Susan. Um, so something I wanted to hit, um, I had something I wanted to go back to, but I totally forget what it was. Um, is like your, the stuff that you have out, you have stuff out all strictly on SoundCloud, mm -hmm. right? There's not, so, um, I personally think like, I love that. Like, I think it's really smart mm. because like, do you want to, rather than me like guessing why, do you want to talk about why you stick to doing flips and edits rather? Like, I know you have music and you produce like you're like, a fucking incredible producer. Mm. Like why exactly are you waiting to put out your own stuff? Are you waiting for like more of a following kind of, or just waiting to find your sound completely. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like what you said, it's kind of a little bit of both. Like some, some days I'm happy. Like I'll have like original tunes where I'm like, I'm like, one day I'm just going to fucking put that out. But then I'm like, like a couple, you know, two or three months will go by and I'll listen to it. I'm like, Oh, like that's not how I'm feeling now. And I'm like, so if I release that, like, I don't know if I'd necessarily be happy and, um, I remember when I was like, just starting to like get okay with like, all right, I'm making stuff like, and I kind of like this, um, crank that. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He was like putting out, he was doing a lot of flips and just edits like yeah. strictly that no original music. And, What's that? Um... and he was like, I want to do this because I want to build my following up and like keep getting more followers. You do the free, um, free downloads. People will follow you and they get the download. Yeah. And so I'm doing those gates and I was like, I kind of just took that approach and was like, you know what? Like, that's not a bad idea. Like you get these edits that like DJs will play out because someone's not going to click on, not that someone won't click on your song that says, you know, Nicodemus, whatever name of the song original mix but if they see a song that they already like you know 
somebody remixed it or edit or a flip, they're more likely to click on that than somebody they don't know whose name it is. So it is a, it's definitely like a little kind of like a blessing in disguise, I guess, just for me to be, you know what? SoundCloud lets me upload most of the edits I've made. Sometimes I'll have a problem like getting stuff up, but I'll I'll figure a way out to, to get it on there. And, um, yeah, so I just was like, you know what? Let me just do this, get people to hear these songs. Like they, I know they like these songs, so let me remix it and try to, you know, put my spin on it and see, you know, if it works. And um, and it's also stuff that I make where I'm like, oh, I would play this out if I was playing a show. So like, I also just make whatever makes me happy. And, yeah. And if people like it too, like that's a that's you know great. But if not, sometimes it doesn't stick and you just, you're not looking at that release. Once you put that out, just keep going. Like, leave that in the dust. Yeah. Just keep on going. And That's, that's like, how I am about the podcast, too. And that's why, like, when you said, like, is there anything specific you guys want to hear? I was like, absolutely not. Like, like I want to hear you do your thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, but, like, and, and that's just me, like, because... You know, sometimes people want to hear, you know, like they, if you said like, yo, I want to hear some like heavy rhythm and like shit like that, like I would have played it. But, you know, if once I go into my own thing, like then it's, I can play anything. Yeah. But stuff like sometimes, you know, people want to hear what they want to hear and I'll just try to cater to what they want. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's good, but then it's not at the same time. Is that like... Uh, I know we talked about it earlier. I'm forgetting if we talked about it before. I think we touched on it, like, before and during a little bit. But, like, does that hold you back a lot, like, mentally? Like, does it, like, put you in kind of, like, a bad place where you're, like, I'm playing stuff I don't want to play. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, or are, are you, like, solidified and I'm just doing this so they, like, listen to me and fuck with me and then they'll play the other stuff? Like, is that something you struggle with or is it, like, a... Like, no, like I need to do this and I'm going to do it. No, in, in a sense. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you just, cause I feel like I'm like a, I try to be like a people pleaser and I try to like make everybody happy. So like, you know, I try to hit all sorts of genres and stuff. If I'm putting out a mix, you know, I don't want to put something too heavy out where it scares people away, but I don't want to go too light to where like, you know, the people who fuck with me. And, like, my bass music and shit, like, they're going to be like, dude, I don't want to listen to some, like, you know, house music and stuff like that. So you kind of, you struggle with that. Like, I don't know what to do or, you know, I have so many unreleased mixes that I just, I've never put them out for that reason because I'm like, you know, this crowd won't fuck with it, but this crowd will. So I don't know what to do. And then, yeah, so it does kind of affect you, I guess. But then there's times where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm going to put out a DNB flip and people don't fuck with drum and bass, but I do. So yeah. I'm going to put it out or I'm going to put out a They're Jersey club too. I'm, I'm happy you do it. You know, dude. Yeah. Like I remember, um, when I was going to icon and stuff, like people were like, Oh, you're from Jersey. Like what you make Jersey club. Hmm. And at the time I didn't, I was like, no, I don't make Jersey club. And then, one day I just made like a Jersey club song and I was like, dude, this fucking like, I love like the like bounce and stuff of it. Like this is fire. And then I kind of just would 
you know, I'd hear a song in the radio and get ideas in my head and be like, oh, like I can make this, you know, and that's, that's really how it all happens. I remember, um, uh, my brother's girlfriend, she sent me this or her and my brothers were jet skiing and she posted a video of the song, like with the song body, like as the, you know, background of the video. And I hit her up and I was like, what is that song? I have a fucking idea in my head for it. And she sent it to me. And like, I always say to her, like, yo, if I didn't hear that song from you, like I wouldn't have remixed it. And which is to this day, one of my biggest remixes. Yeah, go listen to that. Yeah, that one sure. definitely, it's like, it's almost at like 50,000 streams, Damn. which is, dude, I'm yeah. fucking blown away by it. Like, yeah. whoa, that's crazy. It's really cool too to see stuff blow up on Spotify like that. Mm. Because, I mean, not Spotify, SoundCloud. Because like, I personally, like, I go on SoundCloud when people release things and like if I really want to listen to like a specific thing, like it's not my like go-to with playlists just because like I feel like Apple Music and Spotify, I have fucking both. Yeah. Like because I, I just like listening to people's playlists. Yep. And so like I, those are my go-to things because they're just so much more like clean. Like do you find that like is that a struggle for you kind of being yeah, on SoundCloud? Because like there's kind of a little like um like not taboo but just i'm gonna say the word taboo and you'll understand yeah no like, i get what you're like, saying around it kind of where it's like oh you just post stuff on soundcloud yeah like, he's like not it's real, not real yeah like like he's just a soundcloud yes. rapper like you know yeah no every, everything what you're saying is like spot on mm -hmm. um people will be like oh why don't you release music like on spotify and like the edits i do make like dude like until an artist hits me up and is like, Hey, I'll send you the stems. Like, and it's an official remix. Then that's when it'll get posted like to those places, but that hasn't happened yet. So it's like, do I'm kind of, do you like reach out a lot to them and like ask? No, yeah, I never, I never kinda, like, be like pushy. With yeah. Them. I, I don't want to be pushy with, with stems and stuff like that. that. Oh dude, all yeah. the time. And if, if you make something that's dope, like, and you send it to the artist, like, and they fuck with it so heavy, like, they'll be like, oh, you made this edit without the stems? Like, here, let me send you the stems yeah. and then make it, like, official. But, yeah, that's never happened. And I've, I know you could do the remix contests and stuff, but, yeah, I don't want to upload, like, remixes on Spotify or Apple Music because I was thinking, like, maybe next year, like, 2021 i don't know if i would wait another year but i want to start putting out original music and yeah you know getting stuff on like subsidia or like like wakan like stuff like that like some like dope like high trap attainable. like dubstep oh yeah. no i know for a fact like, it is easily. like I, I have songs that are like i'm like oh shit like they, de they like, definitely would sign this as you like just imagine the stuff that you haven't made yet too Dude, you know yeah like as you're making more and like growing and learning new things new tricks new tools in your belt of like producing yep, yep. Like, that's how it happens how much better it's gonna be and how much more likely especially if like even if you're just sending the stuff now and they like just see it and like here and they're like oh this is kind of cool yeah you know? yeah like, just to like get that name like yep. recognition like if they see like you sending them shit like every month like eventually that they're going to be like okay he's dedicated yeah like, you know? yeah no of course and what's dope that you're saying is like well one i don't really get to like talk about stuff like this with many people because not many people like know shit like this but literally everything you said is spot on because 
I send stuff to people and like, you know, sometimes they, they didn't answer at first. Like people, you know, they'll see it and you know, you'll see that they're listening, but they're not downloading and you're like, fuck man. And you're like, you'll get discouraged, but like, dude, you just keep doing it and they'll be like, Oh, I know this guy. I know this guy. I heard. And there's artists like before. fucking, like I know, um, Luca Lush, like I send my stuff to him all the time and dude, he totally like would butcher my name every single time he would go on his live streams and <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, fuck, like, like goddamn. And now like, not that you're like friendly, but like now when I email him, like he'll answer me right away and like hit me back up, like ask how I'm doing and shit yeah. like that. And like, so it's just stuff like that. People will be like, oh, this kid's gotten so much better. Like since he first started sending me stuff. Or, you know, dudes like um, Nitty Gritty, like I talked to and stuff, and like I would send him tunes and shit, and he'd be like, you know, like this is dope, but like I think if you changed it this way and, and you know, worked on your mixing and stuff, like you'd be that much better. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, over six months, you keep sending stuff, and he's like, dude, you fucking, you listen to me, like yeah. you're fucking doing great. And that's just, that's all you need is just like somebody to be like, Hey, you can't hear from everybody. Like, yo, you're fucking killing it yeah. because then it's like, that doesn't really, ha- that. yeah, it yeah, doesn't dude, like help you at all. But definitely like artists, like saying, like giving you, I always, whenever I send stuff, I never ask people to like repost. I'll yeah. say if you guys like any support is always appreciated. And if you could give me feedback, like that can help me. And I'm not a bitch. Give me constructive criticism. I'm not going to get offended. There's people who will get so butthurt if you're like, hey, I think you should do this. They'll like, you know, because I get it. It's your baby. You you worked on that and like you fucking put your heart and soul into it. And when someone tells you like, yo, it's not good, like, you know, you want to get offended. But it's not like that. They're just trying to like help you and make you better as like a producer. So you got to take it with a grain of salt and just, you know fucking you'll be good yeah you just keep getting better that's something that's like i i love about edm it's why it's one of my favorite genres because like the potential is like so great like if if you put in the work i feel like it shows quicker kind of in electronic music mm. because of the like time that we're living in like it's all digital like you can mm. You can put stuff out more. You don't have to, like, you're not waiting for, like, when you record with your band, you're not waiting for the engineer and then, like, yeah. like have an album. You got to work on an album. You got to write the whole thing. Like, with EDM, like, there's, I feel like there's so many singles and, like, little EPs. Like, you can just, like, fucking shit yep. out music, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, if you really put the time in, it's going to be, it's going to show so much quicker than in these other genres. Like, is that one like is that something that like drew you to the genre or were you was it just the music itself i think it for me it was the music itself like, it's like a i yeah i loved it like i loved the energy of it i loved how it sounded it was it was like at the time when i first heard it it was different like it was like you know i grew up like listening to just like rock music like hip-hop stuff like that like you know edm wasn't a thing like other than like daft punk or like you know like there's some stuff in like like 
Beastly Boys that's like electronically, yeah. you know, you could tell like, oh, like those dudes are using yeah. some like crazy synths that like it sounds like EDM, but I never really, I mean, I knew that I never really recognized it. But when you say that it like is flipping a switch in my head because I hear so many like DJs sample the Beastie Boys and it's like you could tell that like they like now I'm like oh they were one of the like pioneers of this yeah, sort of sound yeah like, like using like synthy stuff like that and well they also like EDM music I mean dude it could go so far back into like like the techno stuff and oh my god they've been having New York City was having underground raves and like the fucking 80s and shit like that just playing boots and cats shit like that yeah. like it's, you know it's um that shit's been going around for so long but like the kind of like the eat like the i guess it would be the dubstep bro step stuff that like i heard in i think it was 2012 i was like whoa yeah like scary monsters i was like Dude. whoa Dude. like yeah. what is this who is a Skrillex and <laughs> call 911 now <laughs> dude, dude I was like whoa this is so fucking cool and so different and dude like that just it it made me like want to dig deeper like okay like there's more dudes than just Skrillex and oh, yeah. Flux Pavilion dude that's that's the wall that I hit. I was like, I back in the day, I thought Skrillex was the only like, yeah, like because I I didn't hear of anyone else. So I was like, oh, this is Skrillex. This is cool. I bought the albums. Like, mm-hmm. I bought the like the Bangarang album or I mm-hmm. forget what's it called. Um, with Bangarang and shit on it, um, like that like one album that everyone listened. Was it scary or nice spirits? Scary. scary. Um, so that wasn't that was that was the first one. That was like, um. That wasn't the Bangarang one, uh-huh. but I think the Bangarang might have been their own album was or EP. It? I'm not sure. I don't, well, but they whatever. did the song with the doors and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Like that that album was fucking sick. Whatever the album was, like I remember I had those like that one or the like couple, mm. and it was like this is like the coolest thing that I've ever heard. And then eventually I just fell off because he wasn't releasing a lot of music, and I didn't know of anyone else. I think I like randomly heard like a daft punk song but i like wasn't like ready for it i Mm. guess like it was just some like really out there shit that i was like the fuck is this kind of thing but yeah like sorry where were you i just totally cut you off i think no Um, no so i just um i think like daft punk um trying to think of some like earlier like guys who were who were doing like or putting on, I guess, like a name for like EDM type things. I mean, just Flux like Pavilion, like you said. Yeah, kind of I'm, a little bit right. Like, or was that just you kind of stumbled upon him? Before well, yeah, he was that popular? that was just like a stumbled upon like type. Like, whoa, like yeah. this is fucking cool. Love and then, draw. <laughs> so then, yeah, that first show was like Brown and Gammon. Who I'll have to sing you some songs. This dude made some crazy like underground like fucking trippy ass shit like if you were sober and you heard it you would think that you were on acid or something (laughs) and then yeah like god forbid you're doing drugs at the show like it was like the coolest fucking thing ever and um yeah dude brown and gammon was sick but i don't know what what's going on with him rest in peace cookie monster he was on some like fucking heavy because like flux was on like the more like mainstream dubstep 
but Cookie Monster and Fun Case were like on Dude. this angry, I f- like, I might have crazy sound. I might have seen him, or maybe I missed him at a show at a festival. Mm. The two of them, I think I saw Fun Case. I forget. Yeah, they would go back to back a lot. Yeah, those guys. maybe it was them back to back, and I missed it. I don't know. Yeah, they um they definitely were super dope. Yeah, rest in peace, Cookie Monster. Yeah. I don't know how he. To this day, how he died, I'm pretty I'm sure. sure he might have committed suicide. Because um, I think his team was, like, posting, like, hey, check in on your people. And, like, yeah. the way that people were making it seem, it, like, kind of, I got the impression, like, oh, man. Like, because I know with COVID and stuff, like, people are, like, you know, they're out of work and they're just depressed or yeah. stuff like that. Have mental issues or health problems, stuff like that. And uh yeah, dude, that was really sad. And then then the IO thing, that was really sad mm-hmm. too. Cuz hey. I feel like uh, it goes by IO. Um I don't know if I'm familiar. I feel I I don't know why you wouldn't be, but I feel like you would. He's um maybe if I heard it. Yeah, he I'll show you a picture of him. He uh he went to Icon and I would see him in the lobby all the time and he was so cool he was going by fox at the time he's putting a bunch of stuff out on dim mac which was like dubstep heavy like trap shit Mm -hmm. and then he just went like techno and like dude was blowing up yeah um this guy and uh yeah he was doing stuff with like dead mouse and stuff and dude yeah i'm pretty sure he might have committed suicide, which is terrible. Dude, yeah, no, well, like, <laughs> so he's, po- dude, he's posted, like, um, so he passed, uh, their team posted November 24th on his page about him passing. Mm-hmm. And on November 18th, he posted a picture of himself, that picture, and Damn. it says, do you ever question your life? Like. So he was like throwing out like subliminal messages, like low key, which is really, really, really sad. And checking on your friends, people. Yeah, for sure. Be nice to people. For sure. Definitely don't be a dick. Yeah. You don't know what people are going through and, and definitely reach out to your friends and simple text of like hey how you doing yeah like, are you, you know you, you want to grab lunch like that shit can really change someone's like outlook on life and not think like that they're alone because people have fucking problems and shit you know and and you know everybody goes through it but yeah sometimes people don't think that they'll ever get out of it so yeah definitely reach out to your friends and shit like that for sure um one like last thing that I wanted to touch on because I've probably been going for a while and we could easily continue for yeah, a really yeah, long no, time, you know, man. Um, is we talked earlier about being into a lot of different like genres of music, mm-hmm. like stuff like metal and like country stuff like that. Like I listen to like funk and the blues and like jazz, mm. like everything I can like get my hands on. Like I just shout out to, god's violin she sent me a like classical music playlist she's this this violinist and she like makes edm oh that's sick. yeah you gotta she works a lot with that kid sacred scrolls i okay. was talking about um yeah i'll have to check both shout of outs now. to brian to sacred scrolls um but so they like she sent me this like classical music playlist because she's like violinist okay like, and it's like a whole like 
there's so many like different worlds. It's like incredible. What, where do you like dabble in the most outside of EDM? Mm. I'm going to say hip hop. Like, okay. Cause I make a lot of beats. Mm-hmm. Um, I make a lot of beats that are like nobody. I don't really like to send my stuff out because, um, you kind of have to like set like a, like a standard for yourself as in like, I can't just like give away beats for free. Yeah. Like, cause I know like the beats I make and stuff, like I'll hear like fucking songs by like rappers and shit that I like. And I'm like, dude, I could have made that beat like 110% or I have beats that are way better than that. Yeah. But so that's why I'm like, dude, I can't be like giving my stuff out for free, but I'll, I'll send them to like artists I fuck with. And, and if I definitely fuck with you, like I will give you beats like no charge, you know, whatever we could split royalties, whatever. I'm not really worried about that. Cause it's not like I'm going to, unless I was putting out something that was getting like yeah. millions of streams, but yeah, like I've, there's artists I've worked with that I just, I'll give beats to for free and stuff. And you know, just cause I genuinely want to work with them. But, um, yeah, definitely. I feel like the goal is to like do the EDM stuff and like on the side, like have like a little project of like, you know, hopefully, you know, somewhere down the line getting placements and stuff like that would yeah. be sick, you know, maybe get on beat stars or I know still like websites like that are kind of hard to like sell your beats on. There's yeah, so many kids who are so, killing so it nowadays who like do that. Exactly. It's just an oversaturated business. But if you get your hands on like, or, or like, or ever in the studio with somebody, like you never know what could happen. Like Dude, anything yeah. can, you could fucking make a song with post Malone and, Sounds like your neighbors are vacuuming and and yelling and partying. See, this is something that we'll laugh at in the future when we have like a studio. Yeah. Well, like, I, remember. Oh, so um, yeah, hip hop. I, 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 I like. Do I that. like. <laughs> I like hip hop a lot because like it, it's one of those genres that goes like kind of marries well with EDM. I think mm. pop is one too that like incredibly like you could see the influence and like you can have pop people on. EDM songs and you can have EDM people on pop songs and you can have EDM people even on like rap songs you know yeah look at Marshmallow I yeah exactly I I love like producing for Juice and shit yeah yep you know yep um I I love that. That's one of my favorite things. Like I really like fucking like Sullivan King and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. They get like the like metal shit. Yep. Like so yep. like metal dubstep, and you're like fuck, dude. Like, that's what I was. Um, your friends with Dennis. Yeah. Um, shout out Dennis. Yeah, shout out Dennis uh, Mascara. Waking he, up brand. Yeah, necklaces. waking Check up. Check out. Uh, Inventure their stuff. They're fucking super sick. But so John Dennis Dalton is too. so fucking talented, and yeah. me and Austin are really good friends. His younger brother, mm-hmm. and uh, we've just always talked about working. And I've had him send me like stems or some guitar stuff that like I've made like hip hop beats over or something. And one of my buddies actually was doing like a a class for his college where he had like a podcast and I did like the intro with the guitar that Austin, that Dennis had sent me and I added like some rock drums on top of it. So it sounds like a band playing, but it was like yeah. something that I made, which was, uh, it was cool to see like, Oh, you know, and like me and Dennis were just fucking around or he was fucking around and sent me these, these stems and I, you know, made this beat and my friend ended up, ended up able to use it as the intro for like his podcast mm-hmm. that he had to do for class, which was cool. But, um, 
what I was saying was about Dennis is the metal and shit that he does. I always told him like, bro, you're on some like solvent King type shit. Like mm -hmm. if you made EDM, like you would be fucking huge, dude. dude. Like John Dalton, I tell him all the time. I'm like, dude, listen to Sullivan King shit. Like this is, he, he's, I think they're both really into lo-fi. Like mm. John's always listening to lo-fi. Like I always hear him listening to it. And are, how familiar are you with their out al their new album? Um, I'm not. I didn't listen to their whole album, but there was a couple songs that Austin had showed me, okay. like the one where I think my favorite one, where it's like "fuck you." Yeah, I, I don't know if "fuck you" is the name of the song. No, I don't think it is, dude. Like that song is that. so fucking hard. Makes you want to yeah. punch your fucking neighbor in the face. They have a song <laughs> called "Laps" though on it, and mm. it's like metal but lo-fi mm. like a like kind of like the stars like twinkling yeah, and like yeah. shit like that like i said earlier i always wanted to like listen to their music more and like actually mm. be able to like appreciate it because like i would they would drop something i would listen to the song i would post it and then i just like wouldn't listen to it again because yeah. it wasn't like my thing really and i wasn't like into it because mm -hmm. i never really exposed myself to it and so they're like i start listening and i'm like dude i'm just gonna listen to this album until i like it and then, like, I started, like, picking out things that I thought were really cool. Like, how, you know, how, like, with metal, it, they play on seven string. Mm. So, the like, they do that, like, low droning note with the kick at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's, like, so fucking cool. Dude, yeah, it just, like, like the, makes it, like, yeah, super called, heavy. Like, syncopation, like, I guess. Like, them being, like, at the same time, like, shit like that. Mm. And then, like, the guitar riffs are so technical and they're, like, so cool. And so... I've like gained this appreciation for it. And so he's like sending me these bands and then I'm like, dude, like this band's sick, this band's sick. Like I like that album. And he's like, oh yeah, we like open for them and we open for them. And like, I know those guys, I talk to that dude on Twitter all the time. Like yeah, it's that's fucking sick. gnarly. Yeah. That's sick. Um, yeah, dude, it's just, and even for guys like them, it's the same as me like you'll have artists who like fuck with your music and they'll be like hey like we're coming to town like you should open for us yeah or something like that they're not gonna you know like hit up some random person like hey sell 50 100 tickets and you can open like that i mean some people do do that but yeah yeah majority of the people like they want to fuck with you or they want to exactly. see like you know they want to put on like hey you know what i think it'll be good if you opened for us or whatever but yeah, that's one of my, like, favorite things about the, like, local scene, too, is, like, it's not like that at all, really. Like, any, any if you're having a show and you need an opener, you're going to find an opener, and you're not going to, like, because you, are you like, need to find someone, really. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, mm -hmm. or, or they put it together, and it's not, like, there's these, like, requirements and shit. Like, you're just yep. kind of playing with your friends, you yep. know? Like, it's awesome. That's yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, it's kind of like how you see... Uh, Adam Sandler doing movies with dude, all the same guys. Dude, like you want to work with people who you like. That Adam Sandler is like one of my heroes. For yeah, that. he's great. Dude. Because he's it's great. like that is like what he puts I, on for that, all his homies. That's like what I aspire to be. You know, like I just want to like literally like I want everything that I ever gain like fame wise or money wise mm -hmm. to just be like for everyone else around me because mm -hmm. like they are the reason that he not the sole reason that he is where he is mm -hmm. you know like there's obviously he's very talented he's very intelligent like he he's an incredible like writer and everything that he does is like top fucking notch mm -hmm. but those people 
like that he's like been friends with and networked with like they made him who he was kind of and like shaped him and so he like wants them up with him you know like i i I don't want it to be like like the podcast i feel like it's like bigger than me yeah you know like it's it's not about me it's about like everyone yeah for sure and it's like everybody you know people who were doing like episodes with you and stuff who like you know it'll just it'll grow like naturally but so for the the adam sandler thing like he just he he likes to work with artists that he likes to work with and it's like doing shows you you want to work with artists you want to work with Mm -hmm. you don't want to work with someone who's an asshole you know you're gonna be like fuck that guy i don't want to work with him but if you and all your homies like work really good together and you guys are like killing it why not keep working together like you know why not go on tour together and that's how artists end up going on tour and then continuing doing more tours and fucking it it it's just a a cycle that's been going on forever yeah it's like the i feel like the key to like succeeding kind of is just being like being nice yeah like, you know yeah. like i i read um be i genuine. think i think it was um i was watching the uh shit on me if you must but i was watching the um taylor swift netflix documentary mm. and she was like i think she said it might have been something else that i'm thinking of but i think she said I'm here because like I'm nice to people and like I'm genuine or Mm. something along those lines and it's like that's all you really need to do is just like be genuine and like be a good person because like I've really there have been a couple bands or people that I posted and then like a couple people like DM me or said to me like on the side like hey like that like their drummer's like a fucking dick like Mm. whatever like they're like that dude like did whatever to my friend like and i'm like okay like i don't i never write anyone off Mm. so like if they came to me i would be like all right like i'll talk to you like because people speak for themselves you know on the like especially with a conversation like this like people can tell that you're genuine you're a good person so like if someone comes on and they're not genuine and they're not a good person people are going to see that and they're going to be like okay this isn't someone that I should support. Yeah, they're on the podcast to like promote their stuff, and yeah, I'm gonna say go check them out, whatever, because like that's what I'm obligated to do, and it's like kind of like a contract that you have with people, almost yeah. like yep. non spoken. It's just like granted, you're gonna do that, you know, like you're yep. gonna you're gonna support people who are helping you out and supporting you, and so. But people will know that like this person is not genuine. Yeah. You know? they, so like I'm not afraid to. People are like, don't give this person a platform or whatever. And I'm like, no. Like they'll speak for themselves if they're yeah. if they're actually a good person. And this was just like some misunderstanding, mix up, or they fucked up and they regret it, and they're like working on themselves and yep. becoming a better person. You'll see that, and it'll be like, okay, like look, they're not a piece. They're not a complete piece of shit. Yeah, they yeah. fucked up, but everyone fucks up. Exactly. Um, so, like a note on that is just like. You know, people are going through their own shit sometimes. Or yeah. Sometimes you might catch someone on a bad day and they might be a dick, but like, you know, that something, you know, might have happened to them that was just out of their hands. And, uh, you know, but I think if you're just a genuine, you know, nice person, like people, they see that. Like you can, you know, you can totally see that. But once you like, you know, are kind of being like greedy and you could, people are tell like, Oh, like that person's a dick. And like, he's just doing it like for himself. Like people are not going to want to work with you and then they will never work with you. And then you're just going to alienate, alienate yourself from everybody, which is 
what you don't want to do. Yeah, the exact opposite. You can't just be kind, you the, know, show support other people. Like, you know, like I said, it goes back to just people want to be loved too. Yeah. So if you're showing love to someone and they're not showing love back, they're going to stop. But if you're showing love, even a simple like, even a simple share, like it can go a long, Dude, it goes so, a long way. You know, like how it's not, not that I base my happiness and like satisfaction off the amount of views or likes or mm. whatever comments. But like when I do see that stuff, it does like elevate me a little bit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it like, it's so like meaningful for someone to be like, dude, I like for someone to take the time out of their busy day when they're doing tons of shit to like sit and listen to what you're doing, especially with a podcast. Cause if someone texts me and says, I listened to the whole, like whatever podcast, like this, I thought you guys talking about this was sick or like mm. something like genuine and like positive about it that like i see as well so i know it's like real and they listen to it it's like the most meaningful thing in the world you know yeah, yeah of like course just just something that small like you really could like change someone's day yep. like people have like said things to me and i'm like okay i was having a shitty day but like i this person had like had a positive experience in their life because of me and like were thankful enough to reach out to me and like say thank you yep. basically yep no i do literally what you're saying right now is i'll pull up on my twitter this uh this girl i used to work with in cali um she used to bring her son in all the time and stuff and like she was always super supportive of me like like doing music and shit and like she might have not fucked with edm but like this girl made a SoundCloud to repost like all of my stuff, yeah. like shared on her Facebook, like shared with her family. Like, so she tweeted at me yesterday and was like, at DJ Nicodemus would be so proud of my son. My son is jamming out to his music, LOL. And I could have just like liked it and not answered yeah. and been like, oh, hi, cool. But like, dude, that fucking made my day. And yeah. I said to her, I was like, this made my absolute day. I miss y'all. And like, dude, little stuff like that can make you think like, where I was saying before or earlier, like, am I really meant to do this shit? Like, this is why I do yeah, it. Like, this, that's the like exact these reason interactions why I do are, it, dude. Like, like, I had another kid hitting me up last week on Instagram who was like, yo, I just want to let you know, um, I listened to your rain edit and me and my kids love it. And every time we get in the car, they ask to put it on. And I was I think like, I saw that. I was like, dude, no fucking way. No way. I was like, yo, like you're like a part of those people's day. Dude, like every time they get in the car, the kids want to hear your it's music. It's crazy. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy to think, bro. And it literally gives me the chills yeah. to think like, wow, like I don't know how old his kids are, but like so fucking cool to like think that someone's like, dad, put, put this song on. And like, you know. Like, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And, like, dude, I could fucking, if I died tomorrow, I would die happy. Being yeah. Like, you know what? Like, I went out, like, doing what I was, like, meant to do. Exactly. So that, That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, you know, I want to do this a lot more because it makes me happy and I enjoy it. But if if it all ended for whatever reason, like, I, I did it, you know? Yeah, yep. And that's what life is, how you were saying the fuck it button. Like, yeah, you had the fuck you, it button. Dude, if you never hit it, like, you're going to live in regrets thinking, like, damn, like, I was 21 and I could have made a podcast, but I didn't because yeah. I was like, fuck it. Let me go get a normal job or let me go to school and and be a business person to, you know, make my parents happy when it's like, no, do what makes you happy and you know what, if fucking something happens to you, then you're going to have no regrets in life. So fuck yeah, that's pretty much it.
that that is pretty much it. I think that might be a good note to uh, pinch it off on. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's fine. Uh, so thank you for having me, absolutely. dude. I had so much fun dude, DJing this, this and was stuff. A great fucking con- yeah. this is honestly one of my favorites because it's the thing that i relate the most to like yeah in yeah EDM, dude, like same for me I, like, i'm so happy that you were the first one to like break it in on the mm, podcast no with. i'm i'm honored i'm stoked i've never you've never done a podcast so you're scratching that off my yeah. list you know i've i don't really get to like i said earlier i don't get to talk to people about this much because like you know i have my friends who will support me and stuff but but nobody really like I get to talk like music with yeah with, and that's like my passion so yeah I I um I I loved being here today yeah like I said thank I'm, you so I'm much happy. for having me your plugs plug your plug your shit plugs if anyone's um, still here I'll I'll put them in the in the front too but. yeah so um <laughs> follow you can follow me at DJ Nicodemus DJ N I C O D E M U S on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, um, yeah, pretty much everything. I think uh, YouTube as well. Nothing on there yet, but I, I think we might start doing either vlogs or like mm. track breakdown, something. That'd just trying, you know. I was saying I want to maybe possibly get on Twitch. Just try to, you know, get ahead because you know if I'm not doing something like that, there's someone's gonna come up and surpass me. So mm-hmm. just gotta keep building out so yeah any of those dj nicodemus you can follow me anywhere and i will follow you back that's something that before before we end i was i was wanting a couple times to mention something about that i see people who have zero followers and shit like that oh dude it's and just I'm a like, look i'm like come on now it's just it's just like, like a not a douche now. move i get it like no, I, I, I get you want it. the aesthetic of like yeah. the look to but like you can just you want your page to look cool all you have to do is like you can mute people like if if someone's just posting like their gym shit and you yeah. don't look at their gym shit yep. or like something like that yep you know but i mean granted i don't really do that a lot i do that the only people i do that with are people who aren't like posting like content that's like that they're trying to like promote yeah, and shit. Yeah. You know, like I'm not I'm not gonna like repost people's selfies and shit. Like yeah, if you're only no, posting no, selfies, I get that. I might mute it, but so I actually just exposed myself a little bit I'll there just to all the say this real quick. Sorry. I don't like mute anybody's stuff. Yeah. But like I was saying how people like being um they like feeling love too. Dude, I'll scroll through my Instagram and dude, I'll see someone with like their truck or something. Dude, I'll just fucking like it. Yeah, like, dude, and then they'll be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I, whoever liked my picture, like that's so sick. And then they'll yeah. go like ten of your pictures, yeah. and it's like, dude, dude in the I, end, like you know, that is very true for me. Like that ideally is what I would do. I do that on my like my main Instagram. Mm. I don't like mute anyone really. But on the podcast Instagram, I just need it to be like a constant flow yeah, of, of things course. that I need to repost yep. or like promote for my friends, you yeah, know? Yeah, Because if, if there's all the other shit, I just can't like, I'll, but also in the same vein, I do follow a lot of like artists, personal stuff mm. and I'm always like interacting with them on that and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the, my main Instagram is where I would do the interaction like yeah. that. Yeah. And shout out to you and shout out to Joe. I know Joe yeah. had to go home, but like, dude, you like support like every single like artist or people who's like doing stuff around here, which like, 
I hope that people don't take that for granted because then they'll be sadly mistaken when you're not reposting their stuff or yeah. showing support. But like, dude, there's no really, there's no really people out here doing it because yeah. they just there's a few there's a few podcasts that are mm. doing it in the scene. Um, oh, like only posers don't listen. Um, there's mm. a couple other ones. They're actually like, but they're more like just one genre. I think not one yeah. genre, but like the like punk kind of scene almost. yeah 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 no you so for you all guys hit the heads with everything don't listen yeah um so shout outs to vital ventures dude yeah shout out to vital on. ventures that's my family right there they're great people go buy some merch go to their instagram vital ventures how do get you some know merch. him by the way uh me and liam the the owner who, who started it um we went to high school together okay and uh yeah, I met him. I think I was like a freshman in high school and uh I think we went to middle school together, but I didn't we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And then I I think we had a class together freshman year and I was like, "Oh, like that's cool. Like this dude's cool as hell." And like so then me and him we were we were going to skate parks and stuff like that and doing stuff and then uh yeah we just were always good friends throughout high school and stuff but then once i moved out to cali and like he was doing his own thing and it was like oh we're both just doing like, shit now yeah yeah, yeah. just both like, doing shit like and that. then i came back and like he was starting up vital ventures and like i was telling him i'm like bro this is gonna be a huge company yeah like this is i can see the potential and like already like the amount of people that are like supporting it like it's only gonna keep going up and like Kind of like how you see virginity rocks and like zoomies. Like yeah. I tell him, I'm like, bro, your stuff is going to be in PacSun. It's going to be in Brave New World. Like it's going to happen. Just keep doing yeah. it and don't give up. And it has a huge, huge, huge future. And I love their stuff. I don't even just support it because he's my friend. Like it's genuinely like a cool yeah. fucking brand. No, like, yeah, it looks dude, like sick. it's sick, dude. Like it's so sick. And like everything that he's doing, like hitting, uh, you know, um, surf skate like just everything like hiking you name it yeah they, they've got They're motorcycles it. like dude the, he's he's nailed a market that like you know i i haven't like wanted to support somebody so yeah. much where i'm like dude i believe in this like it's like a really I'm fucking cool, investing in it like it's a really cool lifestyle brand yeah kind dude of, it's you great know? like you don't have to be a fan of vital ventures but if you see the logo you're like oh that's dope like yeah. i would buy that merch because it's yeah. sick but then like everything behind it like it just it makes it that much more cooler yeah i want to see him do like you know i want to see him fucking go up a oh, thousand yeah. and it's see. it's just at vital ventures right is there an underscore no i think it's yeah just vital ventures um you could find them on instagram they have their their website in their bio yeah, in the bio go buy everything it's christmas buy your whoever anything and you missed out on the the Black Friday deal. They did fifty percent off. Oh yeah, that was a Dude, steal. I've I've been meaning to get shit from him. I was talking to him, but I'm just like so fucking broke that I need to like another next paycheck. I'm I I can buy another piece yeah, of merch because I yeah. just buy so much fucking merch. Even though someone like you, you like you support so many people to where sometimes you don't have money and like yeah. you know people got to understand that. Like there's even with like stuff with Liam, like I want to buy each and everything that he posts, but you, you just really can't. Can. But yeah. you can like repost all of yes, it. Yes, you, you know? can. I, and he never, he has never asked me once. Like I always repost his stuff. I'm always just anything because one person might see it and then, you know, they'll buy stuff or they'll send to whoever. And, you know, I've had, um, my mom's, 
my mom's boyfriend's kids, they saw me posting about the Vital Ventures and they were like, oh, like, what's this brand you're posting about? Like, it's really cool. Like, I want to buy stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, dude, like buy stuff. I was like, this is one of my best friends. Like, go buy the shit out of it. And I think they bought like, I don't know how much stuff, but she bought like a bunch of sweatshirts and jackets, shirts and stuff like that. So that the other thing, too, is like just even if you just have one shirt, like put that in your fucking rotation of clothes that yeah. you wear, you yep. know, right? Like yep. I try to, I try to like, before I wear clothes that aren't, um, like someone I know or like mm. an artist's like merch or something like that. Like I, I won't wear clothes that aren't that until my clothes that are that are all dirty. Yeah. That's yeah. my, like, that's my rule, you know, because yeah. so many people come up to me and are like, Oh, who's that? Like, that's a cool shirt. I'm like, yep. like, do you have Instagram? Okay. Here open up Instagram and I'll, and then they got to follow it when it's yeah, like, yep. that's, that's, it's not big, but it is big. You yeah, know? no, I, I do the same exact thing. Not even cause this shirt is, you know, I don't wear it to like get it out there. It's a fucking dope ass shirt. Yeah, like no, it's, it's a dope sick. shirt and, and I would wear it if it was a shitty shirt just to support him, but it's a fucking dope ass yeah. shirt. And I, the amount of people I've had come up to me, like, Yo, where did you get that shirt? Yeah. I've had my coworkers buy shirts from him. Like I've brought them in shirts and stuff. So like yeah, I've definitely have had a lot of people be like, yo, that's dope. And as long as you're supporting and, and you're wearing the shit, like people are gonna want to wear it too. And you know, it's uh it's definitely Vital Ventures is a fucking sick brand that one day, mark my words, this podcast, you can go back and listen to it. Yeah. He's gonna be one of the biggest brands out there. If he yeah, I got hundred ten percent. I gotta talk to him about coming on soon for Dude, sure. I'm sure he. I'm sure yeah. he would love. I that. got a couple. Like f- I have a few friends with companies like that that I want to get yeah. on. Yeah, he's he's killing Sh- it. Shout out to Vital, Vital yep. Ventures coming on the yes, podcast if, if you're hearing this. <laughs> yes, sir, <laughs> Liam. Um. So last note for me is I speaking of merch that I got on this necklace we were talking about. Dennis, uh, waking up brand. Yeah, those um, are sick. Super like, dope. It's like a bullet shell with like a crystal coming out of the bottom of it. It's fucking sick. My other necklace, um, my roommate, shout out to M's, M's and Gems. Uh, she wire wrapped it for me. She makes cool jewelry. Um, and my sweatshirt, Maddie Pask, the boy. Gotta check him out. Dude, that, that um, sweatshirt is dope. Yeah, it's just, it's his EP's sweatshirt. I have a few stickers. I might have an extra sticker I could give you. But like it's the cover of the EP. Yeah, that's With cool. No, and the uh the necklaces, they're super dope too. Yeah. I had the uh, the one from Waking Up Brand. Yeah. I was on that years ago and then and then yeah, dude, I was so bummed. I need to buy another I would be one. Upset. I would be but, very upset. Yeah, and then Emily's chains are cool. Those yeah. stones. I have a bunch of those stones in my car and stuff that oh, I'll, I'll keep around with me or I'll put them out in the sun or yeah, let, you gotta let it charge for like a full moon or something like that. Yeah, something like I don't, that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Well, like you put them on a windowsill when it's like a full moon, and yeah. like the moon will like charge them up. This is just like a random like ass that. fucking rock. Oh, is it? Yeah, that I hopefully not a rock from like the fucking outside at the street. No, 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 no. Yeah, I I think I've told the story before, but um, I was gonna tell it earlier. I went to that driving show, and this kid like. I was talking to this kid right before we were leaving and we kind of, it was at the very end and it was like over. And then I was just like kind of wandering around like, I have to leave now. Mm. Like, and like he was kind of doing the same thing and we were just like, 
like how do we just leave now <laughs> like that's what, funny like what, what and then he was like yeah man i don't know like I, he was, and then he, like, he was like wait and he like he was like stay right here and then he like ran and like got this huge ass fucking rock and like handed it to me and was like this was charging the show's energy like both nights and like just fucking gave it to me and i was like oh my god that's awesome so i had a fucking rap a bunch of them so, oh so that was yeah. the rock this is, oh I, dude, I, like that's i fucking sick. i like broke it into a few different yeah, pieces and yeah. like, made necklaces out of it it's awesome dude that's I just, cool like, been, i think i have if you want one i think i have another i've just been like kind of giving them to people because yeah like, no. the dude just no, gave keep, it to me so yeah, like keep that for yourself but that is like no like dude, i have a that's bunch wild i have a bunch and i still have like a majority of the rock so like you're more than welcome yeah i just but, think like about like the like kind of how we said like the whole night charged like or for yeah. two nights like that's that's like something yeah you know I, that's a that's cool even even like if it's just kind of like a not a thing yeah, it's, yeah. it's still like yeah it was there yep, like this yep. was there yeah you, you like me and this are the only two things that i have in my life that were there really yeah you know? and and it's also cool. that will bring back good memories like yeah you can you know like think back to like oh i remember like this specific thing then where if you weren't wearing anything at all it might just be like another thought that yeah you know you're not really gonna think about but that's cool as hell that like yeah. i can picture someone like just like tripping like yeah hold just, on one second yeah coming just back like, like yeah, i got this off. fucking rock yeah Dude, that's I, cool we'll call it on that but, uh, hey, one more check 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 we're golden. We are good to go. Alrighty. He's peeping in the window. Come to interrupt the podcast. <laughs> wait, wait. Tell tell them why you're not gonna be here. You really want me to? <laughs> tell them why. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I forgot. My, my glasses <laughs> and I, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm terribly sorry but uh I only have prescription sunglasses so if I drive at night I'm actually legally blind and I will probably do damage to myself or others so that's why I'm absent I can't no bueno Thanks. Uh, I forgot my hat uh, I think it's over here over behind me right here yeah Alright, dude. Be safe. Get home before dark. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody listening to Igodamus? Yes, sir. Yes. Awesome. On SoundCloud. Alright.